This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Our God is a good God. Praise the Lord. Praise God for the excitement of things the Lord is, is starting and, and doing in our midst. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. The new things that the Lord is, uh, is bringing forth. Praise God. Even as we were praying, the Lord was reminding me of, um, of new things. The Lord is, is, is starting with us as a church. And uh, new things that the Lord wants us to be aware of, yes, be aware of uh, the things the Holy Spirit is doing, praise God. And uh, He is laying the foundation as we study these scriptures and uh, what process He's taking us through. The Holy Spirit is uh, laying a foundation for what's in store, what's in store, praise God, as Jesus did with His disciples. Uh, He took His disciples uh, aside and uh, began to teach them Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes. He was uh, laying the foundation that um, uh, the fruit of which we are we are experiencing. We are the fruit of that foundation. Praise God. So let's turn our attention to Matthew chapter 5. Let's read from verse 1. As we observe the release of, of uh, spiritual power, you know, we, we are, uh, when we read these passages, remind yourself, you are, you are witnessing the release of spiritual power. Praise God. Amen. A power like no other power. Jesus' power. You know, the world is, uh, you know, running to and fro and every other headline is about uh, the kind of weapons of warfare that that um, different countries can buy and cannot buy, and um, the worries about the sale of um, petrol, petrol and, the, and the oil, OPEC, uh, all sorts of things. Even those things, they narrow it down to some buying and selling of weapons. You know, recently, uh, the U.S. and Saudi got into a spat. Uh, I hope that you're aware. They, there was a bit of a... Yeah, ruffling of feathers, and um, uh, the U.S. issued some threats um, and um, towards Saudi, which is very interesting. Whenever that happens, you know, you, you, anything in the Middle East, yes, I hope that you t- you pay attention, yes. And uh, um, and what's the whole worry? The the worry is that Russia will be able to sell more oil and get more weapons, and uh, all sorts of bickering and uh, these things, exchanges. The nations of the world think they buy their security by the weapons they have. You know that. Yeah. If you can get the U.S. to encamp in your country, you feel more secure. If they only knew the truth. Our weapons of warfare are not, it's not of the flesh. Praise God. The weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh. We are also involved in a warfare. A warfare that changes the history of this planet. Praise God. For real. 
It's the church and the kingdom of God that makes the real difference in history. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, so we must, be, we must be well aware of, of the battle plan that our, that our king and our master has laid out. Yes. Each of us are uh, engaged in warfare. Let us not be unaware. Praise God. Whether it's Michael, whether it's Danny, yes, whatever be your age, I want you to be aware. We need to be aware. There's a war going on. And uh, let us be well uh, acquainted with how this warfare works. And uh, Jesus displayed it to us. Matthew chapter 5 onwards, those scriptures that you read, this is spiritual warfare in continuance. Uh, it is a, a uh, effective warfare. You're not going to find a more effective spiritual uh, warrior than Jesus Christ. We're all called to be effective spiritual warriors. Amen. 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 You know, we, if you are in the army of any country... If you are in the army of any country, I don't know, how many of you, have any of you attended uh, army camps? You know, it's a, 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 I, I have a couple of friends who attended army camps when they were um, in their, um, say around 10th standard, 9th standard, 10th standard, somewhere there. Um, they were sent to these army camps. When I hear about their experience, I I. I Sometimes think all of us should be sent to an army camp. It's an unforgettable experience. From morning to evening, they will remind you, this is an army camp. And uh, in the system that they have in the world, uh, the way they remind you is by the hardships you face. The, the kind of extreme exercises you are involved in. It is a painful experience. So that they, they, are, they are preparing you that if you're planning to join the army, this completely changes your life. We are also in the army. Every single one of you is a soldier for Christ. And uh, there is discipline in this army. There is a routine in this army. There are certain weapons of warfare that every single one of us, does not matter what our gender is, what our age is, um, it does not matter. The moment you got born again, you've entered a warfare. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Your soldiers under command. And uh, when you examine the things that soldiers do, Every day, they, they, uh, every day, if possible, every day they will spend um, uh, quite a bit of their time examining the weapons of their warfare. They are so well versed with their weapons that if it is found in many pieces, they'll put it back together. You are aware of that. Hmm? It's part of their drill. To uh, find a, 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 the, the weapon that they're supposed to use, it'll be found in different pieces, uh, in the sense, dismantled, okay, so that you understand. Dismantled, 
and um, they're expected to put it together really, um, really quickly. Huh. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. This evening, I, I did not plan to speak about this. This is what the Lord just dropped into my heart. Just, just as I, we finished prayer and we, we, are, we are together like this. It's something the Lord just put in my heart. Every day, acquaint yourself with the weapons of your warfare. Praise the Lord. The weapons of your warfare. You are in a battle. Yes, you are in a, in a battle engaged with the enemy daily. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are spiritually. They are powerful. They are very powerful. Today I want to underline the fact, the Spirit of God is underlining the fact that when you read these scriptures in the Gospels, these are not, um, um, you know, to be, what, how, will I, how will I communicate that properly? These are not to be looked at, at like some sort of uh, tales to just brush past or uh, uh, to be approached like fairy tales or, or some, uh, you know, something irrelevant. This, this is a battle manual. The word of God is a manual for a battle we are engaged in. See, the whole concept of the Salvation Army is, um, is to bring that discipline of the army into the church. Praise God. Hallelujah. To bring that discipline of the army into the church. And uh, with the symbolism, all of you are familiar with the Salvation Army. Yes. And all that symbolism they have is, uh, is connected to Scripture. And everything that they, that they do, like an army discipline. And sometimes when you consider, yes, certain traits in the modern church. <laughs> hmm. Let's not lose focus. Precious church, precious church. Do not lose focus. Yeah. Animama is a general in the army. Animama is looking at, um, you know. <laughs> Ken, you are a soldier, a commando in the army of God. And we must... Um, be focused, focused, focused. Um, when, uh, when we look at the one who has gone before us, won the victory for us, he has left the, the blueprint. Satan cannot stand against this sort of um, uh, application. The application you find in the gospel. Satan cannot stand against it. Someone say amen. amen. Satan cannot stand against this kind of application or um, this kind of uh, commitment, this kind of focus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So this evening, the Lord is impressing my heart. Wake up, wake up, church, wake up. Yes, shake off the, yeah, uh, dust. Mm. Get into the discipline of the army of God. You are an army. 
Yes. Deeps, you're an army. Yes, you're part of an army. And uh, let us, let us uh, stay the course. Let us learn from the one who has gone before us and said, yes, that we may be like him. Yes, this is how we employ our, um, this is how we employ and deploy the weapons of our warfare, by being like Jesus. Yes, by being like Jesus. This is, you know, wake up in the morning, be like Jesus. Praise the Lord. Uh, look at Jesus. Consider Christ. And um, the effects of what you're reading, um, uh, I mean, how, how, how can we not just constantly remind ourselves? We must. We must remind ourselves this, uh, the, the release of power that took place in Matthew chapter 5 verses 1 onwards has changed nations. What you're reading in the Beatitudes has become um, inseparable with our, even our secular language. Language itself, human language has been um, forever changed. As Jesus releases this, praise the Lord, releases this incredible power. So uh, somehow the Spirit wants us to just stay there and, and meditate on how this power is released. Praise God. How this power is released. Just meditate on how this power is released. When Jesus saw the crowds, Matthew chapter 5 verse 1 onwards it says, When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain and he sat down. And his disciples came to him. And he opened his. And he opened his. Yeah. Hallelujah. He opened his mouth and began to. hmm, Began to teach. Yes, he began to teach. Praise God. Open your mouth and begin to teach. Praise the Lord. Open your mouth and begin to teach. God has um, uh, a people for you to teach. There's a word for every single person sitting here. You have a, a, um, a sphere of influence in which the Lord wants you to teach. It, it is the release of, of spiritual power. Teaching. Speaking the wisdom of God. Speaking Yes, it's amazing how these are all connecting with uh, the things we're doing on Sundays, different things that we are, we are learning. It's, it's incredible. Praise the Lord. Change the way you speak. Change the way you speak. Let the power of God be released through your mouth. Let the wisdom of God be released through your mouth. Praise God. And you see this, um, if you can imagine with me, now many of us are, are um, uh, we, we should be quite good at visually imagining things um, where this is taking place in Israel on the mountain where he um, spoke and taught the Sermon on, on the Mount. And uh, just imagine that, that, that sort of, if you can imagine a seismic, like an earthquake kind of effect, it has not stopped. This has not stopped. He went up on the mountain. He sat down. His disciples came to court him. 
and he opened his mouth and this is still going on can you find me another um, what can i say can you find me any other uh, technology that compares can you find me any weapons of warfare that compare that this is incredible he opened his mouth and began to teach them praise the lord you need to teach praise god you need to teach you need to teach your words must be teaching praise the lord your words must be teaching your communication your your lifestyle your your very life itself must become teaching the way you dress the way you walk the the way you talk the the way you drive your car the way you can just just keep on going you are a teacher hallelujah praise the lord you know get rid of the lie in your head that you are not a teacher get rid of the lie in your head that you're not a teacher I, we spend about 12 years of our life in school yeah what do we do <clears throat> 12 years of our life in school we spend most of us hating the job the job yeah being a student and being <laughs> and we think that there is this um, yeah and we have completely sort of um, divided ourselves some of us have become very comfortable not being teachers i hope you understand i i, I believe that this is a crowd that's gathering what i'm saying uh, i'm not uh, necessarily meaning that you have to stand up here and teach bible study the way i'm doing that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that there is an authority placed on you. There is a wisdom that has come upon you. Praise God. There is a wisdom. It's called the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. There's a wisdom come upon you that must find its expression every day. Yes, the one that anointing teaches you all things. That's the scripture. It teaches you. You need no one to teach you. Because the teacher is inside of you. Isn't that incredible? Praise the Lord. I should be sitting in a room full of teachers. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and teach. Open your mouth and teach. Teach in the sphere of your influence. Teach by the... Uh, it has to be the Spirit of God. This is... The, there is great power in this. Praise God. There's great power in this. He opened his mouth and began to teach them. This evening we sense that power released. Jesus knew we would be reading this passage. There's a liberating, empowering, um, yeah, assuring truth. Jesus knew that David on his birthday today will be sitting in this church receiving the greatest present of all, the word of God. Jesus knew it. Jesus knew that this word is transforming. Jesus knew that it's going to make a change in your life. That you're going to be positively affected. Praise God. Yes. 
You're going to be healed by this word. You're going to be strengthened by this word. Your countenance will change. Praise the Lord. We cannot even start to calculate this, can we? Every word when he released it was power. That's why in John chapter 17, he speaks of having completed a great job. He speaks of having completed something that is universal. The universe itself has been affected. That's why last week we considered the fact Jesus tells his disciples, you're already clean because of the word I have spoken over you. Glory to God. This evening I want you, there's great power in the word of God. There's great power in the word of God. There's great power in the word of God. And I see a vision of, of a people covered by that power. You're surrounded, spiritually you are surrounded by the power of God's word. Hallelujah. 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 You are vessels in the temple where the word of God is spoken. You are a temple for the word of God. Hallelujah. Within you resonates the word of God. That does all sorts of things. Praise God. Start believing. Start receiving. Start walking in that knowledge that the word is doing all sorts of things with you. The church is the last place for depression. Church is the last place for confusion. Church is the last place for a lack of confidence. You know, uh, you've heard it before. I will say it again. The Lord has said, fear not so many times. Yeah. It'll last you through the year and and just keep going. There's fear not in, in uh, every promise that he has made. Whether he uses the word or not, fear not is found in the, every promise that he has made. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Servants of the Most High. Hallelujah. Servants of the Most High. Praise God. Servants of the Most High. Who have received an extraordinary calling, who have an extraordinary armor, who have extraordinary weapons. You know, you, uh, the, uh, a certain generation of us, or even now, it's still going on, you know, so hooked to things like, I mean, I, I've never played this game, but uh, it, you know, it seems to be on many a young person's uh, lip. Um, I don't even know what the full form is. Some pub thing. PUBG or whatever that is. And uh, call of. Huh? Call of. Call of. Yeah, you know it. Hmm. Call of duty. And, and uh, they're so consumed. A lot of them so consumed by uh, virtual weapons that they hold. And you know. My dear church. Be infused with the thrill of using heavenly weapons. Praise God. Let's let us uh, shake off. See, Satan just, he's the, he's the prince of destruction. If he can distract his church, if he can distract God's church, if he can distract God's church with his special effects. He has made us ineffective. He can make us ineffective. He can. 
So shake off the distractions and start to realize. Um, one of the exercises I, that I do often is that if I were to gaze on something that, that um, you know, portrays things a certain way, yeah, if I were to, to watch a movie maybe or see a clip or a trailer of, of, of uh, things that are so popular nowadays, I make it an exercise right after that to, to within me, I do the... I hope the hairstyle is, is, is still remains. But, you know, this is an exercise you need to... Yeah, get rid of that stuff. Yeah, shake the dust off. Shake all this, this fantasy out of your system. I mean, it's like hypnosis. It's like a hypnosis, you know. Shake it off, shake it off. Come back to... That's why this, is, this has to be daily exercise. Gaze on Christ daily. Gaze on, look at him. No, this is where it is. This is where it is. Shake yourself, you know. And if you have not looked at him every day, if the day goes by, if it's by the evening and you realize you haven't looked at him, look at him. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. This is the reality of the matter. Praise God. This is the reality. Not what he, she, they, them, um, help me out. He, she, they, them, and all this nonsense that's going on. It's not what they said. It's what he said. Shake it off. Shake it off. You're in the army of God. Amen. You're in the army of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You're in the army of God. Hallelujah. You're in the army of God. I'm so tempted to do something. And I'm imagining all the different results of what I am thinking of doing. Hmm? Attention! Praise the Lord. Not used to hearing it in church, are we? Hmm? But this is, uh, we are in a battle. You know, you've been hearing it uh, Sunday after Sunday. The devil is prowling around to steal the seed. Because the seed is imperishable, immortal, eternal. This seed that is coming from the word of God. I can't express the power in it. If you grab it, believe God. One who's speaking to you, believe him. You know, what does it mean to believe him? It changes your posture. It changes your, um, uh, it, it changes you. Praise the Lord. How do you know you believed? It changes you. That's right. Praise the Lord. How do you know you believe? It changes you. Glory. I am tempted to go into a lot of army things. Oh. If you were to apply those principles, praise God. If you were a person in training, you are not allowed to speak anything other than yes, sir. No, sir. And that's it, sir. There's, there's nothing else. Yeah. You say anything else? <laughs> praise God. And you know, here in church, the yes, sir, is amen. 
I mean, we are so, it's so difficult for us to say amen. It's like, we got to shake ourselves out of this, um, you know, I'm not saying you have to specifically say amen, but there's got to be some change. Yeah, it could, it has to be, there's to be, you know, if it can be audible, great. Praise God. We got to shake out of this. The army is not a quiet place unless they are in the enemy's camp. This is the Lord's camp. The church is the place to make the right kind of noise. Praise the Lord. There is, there is a noise. There is a shout of victory. It has to change you. Michael, it will change you. Get loud. Get loud about the things of God. I'm not asking you to be loud in any other way. Get loud about the things of God. Shake it off. Shake off the timidity. Shake it off. You know, otherwise, you know, <laughs> maybe we should get, you know, all of us for one of those, we have planned to start off the camping ministry. Maybe the next one should be, you know, an army of the Lord camp ministry. I know some ideas may be popping out in your head. Praise God. Receive it. Yes. Yeah, get these, um, yeah, these bones, these, um, yeah, they need to rattle. Amen. Amen. Uh, the house has got to rattle by the, 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 as we understand the power of what's going on. See, the greatest power the world has ever seen is Jesus. So there was a song we used to do at camp, a wonderful song, and I, in between I think we've, I've heard it here, I'm not sure. Uh, Jesus power, superpower. Of course, the ones who did this song, you know, were not bothered about Putin or mm, Biden or mm, all, any of them. Yeah. <laughs> they just named them all. Nuclear power, powerless power. Uh, that's the rest of the song. All of you know the song? It's a, it's a beautiful song. And um, he would put all these, um, he, uh, the worship leader would put all these songs that, I mean, were, I mean, things that people were so, you know, medical power, powerless power. Just to understand, yes. But see, the kick of the song is that all of these are mentioned and at the end of it, there is this, whoo, but... Superpower, but Jesus' power, super power. Praise the Lord. Jesus power, super power. Come on, let's do that. Jesus power, super power. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We are in the army. We are in the army. The Lord uh, desires to release uh, such, um, such an effect and I'm, I'm reminded of something I received as a word this Sunday. Very interesting. Um, such an effect. Uh, such an effect when you open your mouth and speak by the Holy Spirit. When you are receiving from the Holy Spirit and then... <clears throat> all these other things are just copycat stuff. This is the real deal. Praise the Lord. This is the real deal. I, I remember some years ago, they released this movie called Independence Day. Some of you may or not may not. Yeah, remember. But one of the things about the movie was the special effects. It, it kind of um, ushered in a new, um, uh, what can I say, a new uh, scale of uh, special effects. 
And if you haven't seen the movie, you don't have to see it. And uh, I remember seeing um, clips from that, and I was like, oh, then I was having my quiet time. Praise God for having quiet time. Then I, I read the, the, the Bible in the, in the Psalms, and I realized this is exactly what the Psalms talk about. About the nature of the clouds and uh, how the clouds are affected by God. Are you aware of it? You are looking at me, yes, in a way that I am not sure you are aware of it. I give you homework to go back, look at the Psalms and see how God and clouds, their relationship. And I realized that this is a straight lift from the Bible. What these people are doing on screen. It's just lifting it and taking those things which are connected to God and connected to stupidity. Jesus power. Let's do that again. Jesus power. That's right. He's an awesome God. He opened his mouth and began to teach them saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Let's do that together. Verse 2 says, He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirits. Let's do it again. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirits. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the gentle. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Glory to God. I, I sense an army in this, in this place. Praise God. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Ooh, I'm telling you, the devil ran for his life. As these words proceeded out of Christ, the devil ran for his life. He could sense his kingdom shattering. He could sense that, uh, that this is something. We would sing it as something good is going to happen. Something good. Just praising. That's right. Blessed, it says, and I will do from verse 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Let's do that again. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice! For your reward in heaven is great. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Praise the Lord. Dear prophets of God. Hallelujah. Prophets. Prophets. Glory to God. We've been studying verse 8. It says, blessed are the. Verse 8 says, blessed are the. For they shall. Hallelujah. 
we've been uh, considering the fact that this is something we need to pay close attention to. For the, the result of this, uh, it's an extravagant promise. It is a divine, God-sized promise um, that guarantees that you will experience God constantly. You will experience God constantly. And how do we do that? That we are to maintain purity in heart. Hallelujah. Purity in heart. Thank you, Jesus. Last week we were considering the fact that this a person, uh, how to stay in this place um, uh, that God in heaven measures. This is not... Um, the Bible teacher measuring you. This is not some human being measuring you. When Jesus says, blessed are the pure in heart, it is how heaven sees you. Praise the Lord. It is how heaven sees you. See, uh, uh, for us, the number one priority is, is to be God-pleasers. Okay, if I'm saying something that is not right, you may hold your peace, you may keep quiet, but if it is something that is right, yes, you may uh, respond, you may rejoice in it. Yeah, praise God. We are called to be God pleasers. This evening, you are not to convince me of your, of your purity. You are to, yes, before the one who sees all. One of the things that uh, the Lord impressed upon me very early in my Christian walk is, do not pretend with me. And boy, is that a lesson I need to repeat to myself almost every other day. Do not pretend before me. Hallelujah. Do not pretend before me. Glory to God. Do not pretend before me. What is really going on, open up to the Holy Spirit. Open up to God. Tell God what's really going on. And you will see Him calm the storms. Get it, church. If you tell him what's really going on, even with a lack of faith, he will calm the storms. Get it, church. Praise the Lord. Get it, church. Glory. Yes, he desires truth in the innermost being. You know, do not compare yourself with anybody except Christ. Yes, and his word. That is the only comparison you need to do. Would be a God pleaser. Hallelujah. I hope every person sitting here is, is experiencing pleasing God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every church service, every quiet time, every prayer time, in fact, your entire time, this is what should be what gives you the greatest high that I'm doing what God wants me to do. So last week we, we, we were examining what, is this, what does it mean uh, to be pure in heart. And uh, we found this word purity, uh, being clear, being uh, clean and bright. Yeah, the same word that is uh, translated in different ways, um, um, uh, sprinkled throughout scripture. In the New Testament, specifically we consider the New Testament. And we, we found uh, these passages. So one of the things we zeroed in on is to walk in purity to, means to walk in faith. Glory. The first time I studied this and uh, saw this 
truth from God's word, I mean, there's a mighty uh, exposition of it in Romans chapter 14. Whether you eat or drink, whatever you're doing, do for the glory of God, and that is connected to faith. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't connect it to some calorie app in your phone. Connect it to faith. Let me give you some life extension. Connect it to faith. Praise God. Glory to God. Connect it to faith. Now, that is a person uh, walking in purity who's walking in faith. See, the devil lies to you. He, he lies to you about, um, and your flesh will lie to you, um, set all sorts of performance gauges before you, all sorts of things. But the number one priority is to walk in faith. What am I doing right now, Lord? Uh, if I face a situation, what should I do? And for that, you need to know the word of God. By hiding God's word, by treasuring God's word within him. God's word. That enables you to walk by faith. What to do if you stumble? You run to him. Praise the Lord. You look at him. The third time Peter um, uh, denied Christ, he looked at Jesus. And what was Jesus doing? What was Jesus doing? That's why it, it, uh, it it's electric. What was Jesus doing? Jesus was looking at him. Jesus already prayed for him. Praise the Lord. Jesus already prayed for you. Glory. He's already covered you. That's why you need to study these scriptures. Uh, you know, immerse yourself in John chapter. You'll be set free. John chapter 17. That prayer has covered you. Know that prayer. By heart it. Hide it in your heart. For whatever you face, whatever situation you face, you will realize he's already prayed for me. Glory to God. You know, we, 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 which is a good thing. Yeah, we, we desire for people to pray for us. But uh, let us not forget, Jesus prayed for you. Jesus is praying for you. He bears intercession for you. Walk by faith. This walking by faith. Everything you do, every other moment. Uh, how do I keep myself in a place where I can see God? Walk in faith. Live by faith. Amen. People that live by faith saw God. Amen. Live by faith, you will see God. It's like, um, it's a guarantee. You will see God. Praise God. Um, um, we also considered the fact um, that a person that, that, that keeps desiring and pushes towards a clear conscience. Hallelujah. A clear conscience. You like clear conscience? Are all of you, do not answer the question. You can answer this next part of the question. Yes, for yourselves. I hope your conscience is clear. Hope you're not cheating anybody. Hallelujah. Oh, you know, isn't it surprising? All the money in the bank does not guarantee good sleep. You can have as much money as you want, but a clear conscience, you sleep like a baby. Praise the Lord. you sleep like a baby. A man of faith will sleep like a baby. Yes, he will sleep like a baby. When he's supposed to sleep, he will sleep. Hallelujah. Pursue a clear conscience. Keep your conscience clear. That brings me to something that I worry about sometimes, that your conscience is not saying anything to you. 
was awfully silent. One thing that the, the Spirit of God does, so just to clarify that, one of the things that the Spirit of God does is when He comes and abides in you, your conscience becomes like a... Huh? Yeah, you... In fact, one of the evidences of your salvation is how much you are pierced by your conscience. I remember asking the question because I struggled with it, you know. Pastor, how do I know I got, I'm saved? Pastor looked at me, yes, with the wisdom from the word of God, and I'll never forget his answer. He said, do you feel the pain of sin? I quickly sat down. Because the question was two-pronged, Yes. <laughs> Some of you get it. But that pain, intense pain about sin. Something that you did wrong. So pursue. I encourage you, pay attention to your conscience. When you ride the bike or you're driving your car or you're doing a responsibility for church, your conscience must be so irritating. You know, you're cleaning the table. I'm just giving it as an example. It's happened to me. Cleaning the table. And you know, cleaned everything. 99.8%. And just as you are about to finish and go, yeah, you're already sweating buckets. Yes, with all the work that you've been doing. Just as you, you leave to go the corner of your eye, you notice a spot of dust on the side of the table. And you're about to leave. Yes. But you just can't leave. You just, it's like, a, it's like you, you just cannot leave. Have you experienced that? And if you left, you just can't sleep. Next, just waiting to get back to church to clean that spot that you missed. Many times my wife will hear me, you know, I'll be muttering sorries to the Lord. <laughs> so... Initially, when we got married, she'd see me saying, especially when I go to sleep, because, you know, all these, because uh, the conscience is sharp. <laughs> Keep it sharp. Allow this. That's what the spirit wants to do. Your conscience is very sharp. You gotta, you know, oh, stay there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There is a blessing in that, by the way. You clean that, um, you clean that uh, mm, in obedience to the Holy Spirit working through your conscience. And as you have finished it, you will be blessed. I have experienced it so many times, I have lost count. Blessings beyond measure. We cannot measure it. That's the things that await those that, yeah, they see God. They see God provision. God-sized provisions, they, they see those things. You cannot explain these things. Um, um, the other thing we want to look at this week is a, a person uh, that desires to stay in this place of purity is a person um, committed to serving and indulging in charity. Interesting timing. A person committed to serving and indulging in charity. 
Today we live in a world that's, uh, you know, it's just, um, it's getting colder by the day. People's hearts are getting colder. Let me tell you something that uh, the Express, uh, one of the numero uno or number one, um, uh, number one results of indulging in social media is that your heart grows cold. Indulging. Uh, I want you to know that all that screens before you, now they have it in every shape and size. Soon they will have transparent ones that you might just bump into. I don't know what that great plan is. But uh, they want to fill your life with screens. Everywhere, in your bathroom also, uh, your bathroom might suddenly transform into a screen. I do not know um, what all they have planned. But one of the number one reasons for all of these things is to make you cold. Because where purity is, there is sensitivity. Where purity is, there is a, uh, a sensing of where can I serve. Glory to God. Serving comes naturally to a person pursuing purity. Let it set you free. And I got scripture for you, by the way. Yes, if you think this is, uh, you know, divulging uh, or going somewhere, where is this going? It's, there is a scripture. It blew my mind, this scripture. It blew my mind. Um, but purity, yeah, and charity and service are uh, hand in hand. You will notice that as purity starts to reduce in your life, as you get distracted by the things of this world, charity will start to escape. Your notice. Service becomes a, a um, mountain. Praise the Lord. Service becomes a mountain. Serving others. <clears throat> Serving others becomes like a, uh, it's like a mountain of a task. <sighs> Praise the Lord. This evening, if the Lord is stirring your heart, if he's correcting you, and those of you watching us at home as well, or wherever you may be, if the Lord is correcting, receive God's correction. Receive it. it, it receive the surgery that the word of God is doing this evening. Praise the Lord. Where there is purity and the work of the Holy Spirit, you become more and more aware of the need. The need of the church, the need of the person next to you. You are sensitive and become a person of prayer. Prayer is a, direct, uh, uh, is a direct result of service and purity. That whole uh, dynamic going on within you. The, 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 it, it will start to, you'll start praying for people um, that just walk past you. So this evening, the Spirit of God is uh, clearly asking us, how distracted are we? When you examine, where is my level of service? Am I useful for the Holy Spirit at any moment for uttering a prayer? Glory. Or have I become so distracted? Am I so cold? You know, I, I see the movement of the Holy Spirit in people that, um, uh, I'm using this as an example, okay? All of these are examples. Uh, they can be, um, uh, what's the word? They can be, 
you know, when you do it uh, to fool others, it, they can be fabricated. Yes, they can be, and I've, I've experienced that. I have uh, seen con men that CBI uh, are looking for in the church. I mean, the con man was in the church, and I've seen him cry tears, yes, in worship with the CBI after them. It's an interesting story. I'm sure you want to hear more. So there can be all sorts of this. I am speaking about people moved by the Holy Spirit. I'm not speaking about anything else. People moved by the Holy Spirit. That you will be moved by the Holy Spirit when a chair is out of place to keep it properly. That you will be moved by the Holy Spirit when an elderly person comes up, that you stand up, that immediately want to serve the elderly person. Serve the elderly person. I mean, all the youngsters hang out only with the, only with the, serve the elderly person. But these are warning signs, my dear church. These are warning signs. Something is not right. Yes, there are early warning signs. There are signs that you need to pay attention to. Uh, Your mentality of service, if it's uh, reduced over the years, (laughs) watch out. Oh, I'm sure you are eager to hear some scripture. Hmm? Yes? Let's look at this one. Luke chapter 11, verses 37 to 41. Luke chapter 11, verses 37. (laughs) Oof. Very interesting. Now when he had spoken, a Pharisee asked him to have lunch with him. And he went in and reclined. Everybody's there? Yeah. And reclined at the table. When the Pharisee saw it, he was surprised he had not first ceremonially washed before the meal. But the Lord said to him, now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but inside of you, you're full of? Oh Lord. May the Lord not speak such things about us. May we not give room for these kind of issues. Okay. So you're so bothered about some other things, but inside of you, you're full of robbery. You know, one of the things that the Lord convicted me about uh, when I got saved and and into those years, you're being taught of the Holy Spirit. One of the things he convicted me about is you... You, you uh, manipulative, you selfish, you wicked, and uh, a person that engaged in relationship only for your own. All of you can fill that fill in the blanks, or you would only engage in relationship if it meant something to. You will only engage in relationship. Praise God. Are you getting this church? You will only engage in relationship if you are getting something out of it. 
This is that scripture. Eh? Huh? This is that scripture. You are full of robbery and I want to let that hang over us for some time. You will say hi to only those that you know you have something to gain from. You will, you will only connect with your And the strange thing is, this can happen to us very, in a very subtle manner. Yeah, we can just go on with the schedule of our lives and, you know, and we become a very selfish, yeah, thieves den. Ouch. You are full of robbery and wickedness. You know, the, I mean, I'm expecting you to make all the connections, yeah. When all the uh, people of Israel look at you, you're like this, you know. Hmm? You're the center of attraction. You are the, yeah. You stand up and pray and you teach people Oxford English. But the Lord is interested in what's going on inside. Amen. It's got to come from the inside. Praise the Lord. Always remember that about Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Always remember that about Jesus. It's got to come from the... Yeah. He looks at the heart. It's the same thing the Spirit of God is impressing on us from the, from the beginning of this evening Bible study. He's looking at the heart. You've got to, you've got to fix the heart. It shouldn't be a... Uh, a place of robbers and wickedness. It says, you are full of robbery and wickedness. You foolish ones, verse 40. You foolish ones. Did not he who made the outside <laughs> make the inside? Jesus is a creationist. The church said, amen. You foolish ones. Did you not know he who made the outside? Yeah. Yes, make the inside also. <laughs> Don't take the outside from him. Huh? He made it. Praise the Lord. And then verse 41. But give that which is within as? For a moment I thought, is this KJV? No, it's not. It's NASB. <laughs> and uh, what is this word? It's talking about giving. It is uh, talking about service. It is talking about love. It is talking about active involvement in serving others. In active involvement in giving. But give that which is within as charity, then all things. You know, I'm giving you this to chew the whole week. I'm telling you, chew on this scripture. Then all things are clean to you. Our master is, is um, you know, he speaks infinite things. <laughs> he, he talks about everything in your life in one line. He says, but give that which is within you as charity, that all things are clean to you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 19 verse 17 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. 
Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 17 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Amen. No amen. You can, you can say amen. I give you the license to say amen. Because you realize this is what this scripture is saying. One who is gracious to a poor man, and uh, God, yes, you have an appointment with God. You make an appointment, same thing. Blessed are the pure in heart. They shall, they shall, they set aside, they, they have an appointment with God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. You need to see the, these places and these situations and these individuals with needs as uh, the place for your miracles to happen. You need... Are you processing that? or you? Because I didn't hear any amens. I've, I heard one amen and I know the pastor, and, you know, they're, they're shaking their heads. You know, sometimes the poor man at your doorstep is, is the key to your miracle. All the bills of your wedding will be paid. You just give something to someone the Lord is leading you. I'm so, I'm so tempted. Yes, sewing, that's right, sewing. Uh, I remember... <laughs> Pause. To reflect. Yes. If you pay attention, man, if you pay attention, you will book an appointment with God. That person, you know, who maybe I, I had this experience, so I would share it as a testimony. I remember I had taken a, a, a substantial amount. My father was involved, my father and some um, connections in the church that's close to my house, uh, and um, were involved in um, taking a, a certain amount of loan from, from the bank for some purpose in, in my life. Whew. Can I get any more vaguer? No. But uh, anyway, so, um, and I, I was, a, so all this process happened and, oh man, all that uh, stuff because, you know, whew. and I saw all the difference between how rich men are treated and, and ordinary men are treated and also I saw all those things. And um, one of those days, uh, I had gone to the bank and, um, and this process is, is happening concerning this loan. And um, lo and behold, there's this lady. <clears throat> yeah, she's going from pillar to post. From one bank official to the other bank official. First of all, would you notice her is the question you need to answer. Are you so bogged down with all your own understanding? Or are you set free to, yeah, the Spirit of God saying, there. And um, as she was walking on the Spirit of God, said, I said, yes, to the Lord. And um, something was going on. She left. And uh, this person before me, I, God uh, put in my heart to ask the person what's going on with her. And I found out what's going on with her. And it was in my power to deal with it. I dealt with it. And it was no longer my loan. God repaid it. I've spoken volumes in just a few sentences. I'm, 
I try to be like the master. Praise God. Figure it out. So your answer, yeah, for a situation, a financial situation, maybe the person that the Spirit of God is pointing your attention to who may have a need for something that's within your power. To finish something that is way beyond your power. It's amazing. One who is gracious to a poor man lends to the Lord. He will. Glory. Take appointment with God. You know, when uh, usually the student bringing the, bringing the offertory bag around, what we don't realize is in the spiritual, this is the appointment. Yeah. <laughs> it's the appointment. Yeah, the most high. <laughs> That's right. Yes, before the Peter goes and ministers to him, God disturbed the apostle Peter and told him, go to Cornelius. That's right. Because of his giving. Because of Cornelius' giving. Praise the Lord. And it says he's a pious man. Purity and giving. Pious means a man pursuing purity. Pious and? So if you're, yeah, you've got to examine if the charity, your service, your desire for service, your sensitivity to others and uh, needs, wherever, wherever it may be. It's connected to purity. Let me end with the scripture in, in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 22. This is a mandate for the church. We read this scripture and I don't think we fully feel the impact of the scripture. In the background of the things that we've been studying over the last few weeks, uh, I hope that this hits you with a fresh impetus. It, it hits you with, a, with the force that God intended. This is a mandate for the church. This is not just some uh, pep talk. This, this is not pep talk. This is mandate. Same mandate. This is a requirement. This is a, um, this is a council of the holy. Uh, this is the emperor's edict. This is the king of kings uh, rule for his church. Hallelujah. Let us draw near with a sincere heart. And if you notice, this scripture connects all these passages we've been studying and these um, principles. See, let us draw near with a sincere heart, with full assurance of having our hearts sprinkled, there's the word, clean from an evil, oh my. Are you actively involved in all these areas? Those of you watching us or listening to us from wherever at whatever time, are you a Christian? This is your mandate. This is your, your call from God. To always present to God a sincere heart. Not just a sincere heart, but full of faith. Having hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience that you don't have a, a wicked conscience. And our bodies washed with pure water. The word of God. Washed. Our bodies washed. All of those things we studied found in one verse. 
How is this possible? It's the Holy Spirit. How is it possible? It's the same voice teaching from multiple channels, speaking to us this truth in one sentence. We've gone, we can, there are many other scriptures to look at. There are so many other scriptures and all of them, you know, they're, they're brought together in this manner. Let us draw near to God. This is what God desires. Amen. This is what our, our God desires, our Savior desires. A sincere heart. Full assurance of faith. My goodness. Today we are tolerating all sorts of rubbish. In the heart, half of it is junkyard. And you know, only the, maybe the Bible teacher or the pastor or, you know, has a full assurance of faith. The rest of us are, you know, he's the, he's the bullock. You know, he's the bull in the bullock. God. And the rest of us, 14,000 of us are on that. Can you imagine? I did that just for you to imagine. If you go to Tamil Nadu, you can see, yeah, there'll be one moped, yeah, carrying things that a Ferrari should be carrying. You, you, you know, it's just, all right, it, it, you know, it's, uh, it's not. Every single one of us are called to full assurance of faith. Full assurance of faith. Purity. This place, this is the place where, see it says, let us draw near. This is the place where God appears. God desires to appear here. Clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed. Say our bodies. It says our bodies. And you study the word, it's your body it's talking about. Washed with pure the water of God's word is washing your body. Glory to God. Glory to God. Church, blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see God. Praise the Lord. Let us, we will continue with this. The, there are some more things we need to, incredible scriptures we need to gaze at. But today we will stop here. Let us draw near. Every Sunday, every quiet time, every day, examine yourself. Am I in a place where I draw near with a sincere... Oh, what can I say? Sincere heart. The success of any company is an employee with, is an employee with a sincere heart. Let us draw near with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith. There is no excuse, church. You are to be, have a full assurance of faith. You know, these scriptures should tell you that God is responsible. If God is telling you to do this, He is responsible to make you full of faith. You need to sit with Him. You need to hear Him. So that every step you take is a step of a beautiful song by a wonderful artist named Carmen. Uh, I take a step of faith. Full assurance of faith. You should be sitting here without a doubt that right now the angels in heaven are saying holy, holy, holy. And the third holy is because you are sitting where you are supposed to be sitting. Glory. 
The third holy is because you are sitting, you have the full assurance of faith, you are sitting where you are supposed to be. Oh, to live in that realm. Do you sense it, church? People of God, you sense that? That's... Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord indeed. Amen. And our bodies washed, yes, with pure water. Washed with the word of God. Daily washed with the word of God. Amen. Hello, this is Nisha Dilipkosh. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.